are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So we're talking about the law of faith, how the law of faith works, how it affects our lives and how it can affect things around us. See, God designed this law to put you over in life, not hold you in bondage. But there are certain things that we have to look into where we can do the Word of God. You see, it's the doers of the Word of God that are blessed, not just hearers. See, we have to live the Word of God. You can't live like the devil every day of the week and then just on Sunday be spiritual. I mean, we've got to live the Word. You can't sip whiskey and commit adultery, then go out and pray the prayer of faith. It just won't work that way. Your heart will condemn you. You have a spiritual heart attack. Now, go with me to Second Peter chapter 1. Now, if faith is a substance of things hoped for and it's evidence of the things you can't see, then what is faith the substance of? It is a substance of things that God hath given us. Isn't that right? What God has given us. Now let's read from 2 Peter chapter 1. Let's begin with verse 2. And Peter says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. Notice he says, He hath given unto us all things. He's given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, how did He do that? Through the exceeding great and precious promises. Verse 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Now, notice He said you might be. He didn't say you had to be. He didn't say you would be. He said you might be, partakers of the divine nature. Now, what does it mean to be a partaker of the divine nature? To operate in the divine nature of God, God's nature, and be a partaker of those things. In other words, the divine energy of God's released in His promises, and we're able to operate in that divine energy. That divine energy is faith. The power source to cause the manifestation of the promise in the Scriptures, whether it's financial, physical, in marital situation, in whatever, the divine energy to cause the manifestation of that promise in your life is in that promise itself. It's in that Word. That promise has sufficient spiritual force to cause it to be manifest in your life and in the life of every person on the face of the earth if they would believe it and cause the manifestation of it in their life. But it has to come through the knowledge of God. If you don't know about it, then you couldn't believe for it. You just cannot attain to what you don't know about. That's why the leper had such a problem when he came to Jesus. He said, I know you can heal me, but I just don't know what your will is. When Jesus told him what his will was, immediately he was cleansed and he was healed. So it's important to know that. 
Now, let's look at this for a minute. Verse 3, according as His divine power. What is God's divine power? His divine power is His Word. He hath given us, according as His divine power hath given us. Now, how did He give us this thing? Through His divine Word, in promise form, God gave us all things in this new covenant is all things that you have need of that pertains to life and godliness. There's a promise in there or a principle that will apply in your everyday life and meet your every need. But we must know it. We must know the will of God concerning it. If we don't know God's will concerning that, then we cannot pray the prayer of faith. And Jesus said, All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now there's another scripture that we could bring in there. John the 15th chapter. Jesus said in verse 7, If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Now what is his word? His word of promise. If those words abide in you, then he says, ask what you will and it shall be done. He didn't say ask what God will. He said ask what you will. Now see, here's three scriptures that says, All things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Matthew 21, 22, I believe it is. Then uh, John 15, 7. Then Mark eleven twenty four. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them. Whatsoever thing you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Now somebody says, well, what if it's not God's will? Well, now, wait a minute. The will of God's involved there because he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. What is God's will? His word is his will. So if you find it in promised form, he's already said yes to it. Paul said that we came to you not preaching yea and nay, but our preaching was yes and amen. And he said all the promises of God are yes and amen. In other words, God's already said yes to all his promises. He's not going to give you a promise and then say, well, now you ugly thing, you can't have it though. <laughs> so what are we saying? We're saying that there's a law that says if you can believe it, find precedent for it in the Word of God, and you can believe it, you can receive it. But you've got to know what you base it on. Don't be like the guy that said, well, I want you to agree with me on this. Well, what scripture are you basing that on? Oh, well, nothing in particular. Well, that's probably what he's going to get, nothing in particular. Because he has no basis for what he's believing. What basis do we use? The Word of God is our basis for our believing. So what we're talking about is using the Word of God as the basis for what we believe for and the things that God has given us. Now, sometimes you come under criticism because we teach people to believe for finances and believe for God to give them an idea to supply their need financially. I know when I was farming, well, there was years that we'd have a bad year, you know, we'd have a bad crop, either rain too much or didn't rain enough or the bow weevils eat it up or something. And uh, I learned from Oral Roberts' book on seed faith, don't ever let your job or what you're doing be your source. Let God be your source. Because you see, if you lose your job, then you've lost your source. 
Well, if God's your source, you lose your job, you still got your source. You see, and I found out that if I'd confess the promises of God concerning my prosperity and base it on the Word of God, that if the crop made a flop, if everything went wrong, somehow God would work a deal in there. I'd buy a piece of land or some kind of deal that He would make up for what I lost over here. Did it every time. I mean, just like I expected. <laughs> but you see, it didn't always happen the way I thought it happened. I remember one time in particular, I was praying for God to send rain on my crops. Now, wouldn't that have been something if it had just rained on my crop and hadn't rained on anybody else's? And I kept praying for rain that didn't rain. I was going down the road one day and I said, Now, Lord, why, why hadn't it rained? And he said, Let me ask you something. When the Lord says that, you better get ready. You fix and learn something. So I'm all ears. He said, would it be all right with you if I just caused the moisture to rise up under your crops instead of bringing it down from the top? I said, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and i tell you the truth. That year I made bale and a quarter of cotton, I think it was, and most of the people around me picked a half a bale. And they can't figure out how in the world I did it. I didn't do it. The rain was not my source. God was. And I tell you, He can just do it any way He wants to. But if you believe Him, He'll do it. But you see, when you hook your faith on something and let it become your source and you lose that thing, you've lost your source. That's why people commit suicide and do all kinds of foolish things when they lose their job and can't, you know, because their source is their job. Not God. Make God your source. God is able to give you an invention in a microsecond that could make you rich beyond your fondest dreams. If we just learn to use God as our source, I'm convinced that He'd do more of that. But you see, we have to learn to believe God and let God be your source. There is a law that says, A man shall have whatsoever he saith, if he believe, and he doubt not, and he believe that those things which he saith will come to pass. Mark eleven twenty three gives you the principle of the things. See, that is the principle of it. He says the things. He speaks his faith. And he doesn't say to the mountain every morning, Whoa, mountain, you're growing bigger. I'll never get over you. Dear God, we'll never get these debts paid. But he says to it, You'll not hinder me anymore. Financial lack, you'll leave my house. I'm talking to you. You'll never bother me anymore because my needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And he says that day after day after day while he's looking lack in the face. And if he'll continue to say that, faith will come. And guess what? Some morning the mountain will collapse because it's God's word. Praise God. Can you see that? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us. We've been talking all this week about the law of faith, and this is the last day for this CD offer, CD offer number 7246. It's called the law of faith. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. And we talk about the law of faith and how to apply it in circumstances of your life. In 2 Corinthians 4th chapter, the Apostle Paul says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. He says, We also believe, and therefore speak. Now, this is the way faith works. 
And Jesus tells us how faith works in many different places because he said in Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. Notice he didn't say to the mountain, you're getting bigger. He didn't want you dealing with it and making it bigger. He said, Whosoever shall say, be thou removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not in your heart, believe what you say and it'll come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Why? Because it's a law. Now, some people may not believe it. They might not act on it. But it's still the law. We see Jesus, when the storm came on the lake, when he had just preached the parable of the sower and was about to swamp the boat, they woke him up and told him what the devil said, we're all going to drown. And he got up to the front of the boat and he looked out in the face of that storm and said, peace. Now there was no peace, but then there was. What's he doing? He's operating on the law of faith, that you can have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. Believe what you're saying will come to pass. Now notice, he spoke to the wind. He got rid of the wind first because that's what was calling the waves. Then he said to the waves, be still. Now, did he get what he said? Absolutely. Hadn't been for that, they'd have swamped. And some of you can calm the storms in your life the same way. Learn to speak the language of faith and learn to confess the word of God till you believe and doubt not in your heart and believe what you're saying will come to pass. Jesus always called things that were not as though they were until they were. And he's the one that taught Abraham to do that. Oh, blessed be God. I talk myself happy. <laughs> That's offer number 7246, The Law of Faith. Two CDs, $15, plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.